This episode of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast was recorded with Mark spending most of the pod with a turtle head. We apologise in advance to listeners for any farting noises, which were the sound of Mark's turtle head yawning. Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the base are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's at its low tonight We fought our team through thick and thin and all those boring nights And when the game is done we'll sing a song and talk it out all night Hey, Come on Tottenham, stick it in the goal Come on Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow You are the first team, the last team It's episode 33, season 5 of the Tottenham Smurf Family Podcast Joining me this week, John Steggles from Urchester Hello And Mark Stoll from California Hello there. Good day. Right. That's not Australian, isn't it? Uh, um, where should we begin? Um, let's begin by talking about Champions League. And um, we're Champions League semi-finalists, I believe. It's all good. It's all happy. Everything's really good at Spurs. Um, we're in the semi-finals of the Champions League, and um, everything's good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be third, whatever happens at the end of this weekend. So do you know what I mean? It's not at the end of the world. What happened today? Arsenal got Leicester away. It won't be easy. Chelsea United. We'll still we'll still be third on Tuesday. It's all all good. It's all good. Yeah, we still, we we still will be. And um, we're trying to obviously put a, a positive spin on it. And if you're expecting us to be downbeat and and uh, and slightly annoyed at the positive spin, um, uh, give it a few minutes and and we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll start having a bl- a and blinding. Um, yeah, but. but you're absolutely right, John. Um, I, I was looking at this uh, after today's defeat. I was looking at the, the table and the worst case scenario tomorrow. Okay, so if, if um, we can't obviously we can't make staying the obvious, but we, we can't make any ground, um, gain any ground on, on the teams around us because we we lost today, so that's that's, that's a given. Um, we if best case scenario, if um, United win and Leicester win tomorrow, then. Um, they won't. Chelsea and Arsenal won't won't um, gain any ground on us. United will. There be I think three points cl- closer, but I, they're too far behind. Um, worst case scenario: if Arsenal were to win tomorrow, there'd still be a point behind us. If Chelsea were to beat United, um, uh, United would be just as far, and Chelsea would be level, but we'd have a better goal difference. So as you say, we'd, we'd still be fir- third with two games left. It's still completely in our hands, and we've just made it difficult on ourselves as we have a tendency to do <coughs> Spurs making it difficult since 1882 um, doing it the hard way even um, let's, let's before we digest today's horrible game let, let's go back a few days um, and talk about the Br- Brighton victory that was a horrible game we we, we left it very late um, and I think we, we would we deserve the three points in so far as there was only one team that was that was attacking and I don't think I think Brighton came there to to just defend and part the bus. Um and uh you know, there, there's only so far you can you can get with, with, with that approach. But at the same time, even though we, we, we got that late goal from Ericsson we still it was still frustrating. We didn't really have any guile and, and any creativity in that final third, which is a slightly a bit of a Worry, and it, and it was to, to it's also the case it appeared today. Um, Brighton thoughts. Mark, you go first. 
Um, yeah, it was it was really difficult. I mean, let's let's be honest. They came for a point, nothing else. They sat back, even when they had opportunities to maybe branch out. They didn't fucking want to. They just literally sat back and defended. So it was so difficult for us to do anything. And you know, we we saw the same thing again today. They, you know, we'll just we'll just park a bunch of. Uh, players on the edge of the box and make it difficult for you to even shoot. I mean, we, I mean, it was weird. We started the game with with Sun and Lucas really wide, and then as the game went on, everybody kind of seemed to drift in towards the middle. But it, it was a tough game. But you know, it's one of those games we we see all every season at least two or three times. And you know, the second a goal goes in, it's a different game. And that goal didn't go in. So the longer it goes, the harder it is. And people were criticising Brighton, but at that point, if they had gained that point, that would have been absolutely massive for them. It would have put four points between them and Cardiff. So I don't think, you know, we got what we deserved. It was tough. It wasn't the greatest. But, I mean, they're a defensive team regardless. That is how they are. They're, you know, they haven't conceded a lot of goals this season. So... All in all, I mean, it was just one of those, hey, job done. From If I was in Brighton's shoes, I can understand what they were trying to do. Like you say, they came for a point and they tried to grind it out and they almost very nearly succeeded. If you're in their position, it's exactly what you want your team to do. So I haven't got any problems with what Cardiff's well, what Brighton came to do today. Say Cardiff, because they tried to do the same fucking thing. My problem with it is, is because it's frustrating being a Spurs fan and seeing it when, you know, when the, the Brighton weren't going to come and play expansive football and try and win the game. They were just going to sit back and that's uh, and we, it's up to us to break them down. Mm. What we've been since Christmas is really quite predictable in attack. Um, Delhi isn't suited to that role as a, you know, he needs to be charging into the box as the false nine and, and, and getting on the end of balls rather than trying to be a creative. He's not that player and it showed again today. Um, it was it was absolutely frustrating. It reminded me of a game we played against Southampton a couple of seasons Southampton Sunderland a couple of seasons ago where it, it was exactly the same thing. It was just attack after attack after wave and they just defended and blocked everything. And it is bloody frustrating, but it's down to us to break them down, and we just didn't have it about us to do it. Was that the the nil nil away from home yeah. when Danny Rose got injured? Yeah, that was. I can't. It was a couple of I, seasons ago. It was I think that. Open. Yeah, I think that might have been also our, our last nil uh, nil in a league game. Possibly. Yes, yeah, I think I think you're right. Actually. Possibly. Uh, I think 67 games ago also was our last nil nil nil. Yeah, a few years ago. Um, going back, I don't know, 15, 16 years. 15 years ago even, um, when Jose Mourinho arrived at Chelsea, um, he famously accused us of parking the bus. I think at the time, Santini was, was, was the manager. Um, if you're not good enough to, to go toe-to-toe with, with, with another team, um, in this case Brighton, um, you know, look at us and, and, and look, look, I suppose, look, look up to us and don't have the, the qualities to go toe-to-toe with us, coupled with the fact that they're in a relegation battle, conf- confidence is probably down, it's almost certainly down, and they've not had a good, good set of results then, um, they're going to part the bus, that, that's inevitable. Um, we just don't seem to have... Apart from Ericsson, and he's getting a lot of stick recently, we 
don't really have any other creative players who can open up defences. Yeah, we've got players like Sun and Mura who've got pace and take players on. That's that's fine. We don't have somebody who can thread that killer ball. Possibly Lamella, but he's he's injured half the time. And Delhi, spot on, John. Whatever happened to the Delhi Alley if, um, a couple of seasons ago, that final season at White Hart Lane, um, where I think he got 20 goals that season, where he's ghosting in the box with with his headers against Chelsea at home and... Um, uh, I remember a game against Southampton as well, away from home, where he got he got a cu- couple. Um, that's that's the Deli Alley that I want. Um, just there, you know, there's, there's a massive hole in the middle of the team that's um, Dembele shaped, unfortunately. Yeah. And at the moment, Musa Sissoko is doing his best contortionist act to try and fit into it. And what's that shitty TV program, The Wall? Where yeah. that polished—it's like that. It's just—and it we missed Sissoko today. We really did. But there's a there's a whole. We need somebody properly in it. And I think the bigger issue is that we did we didn't buy anybody in the summer, and criminally even more so, we didn't buy anybody in January yeah. to replace him. So we're we're you're you're trying to fit players into roles that they're uncomfortable in doing. And yeah, today, go on. I, I don't know. I don't know though because. Dembele's never been was never creative. If you ask me, Sissoko filled that hole, but unfortunately, we, the rest of the midfielders we've got are all around the same. I mean, Winks Winks is somewhat in between, but even Winks for me isn't good enough. With his, he's not what we need as such. He, he's good at he's good with the ball. Yeah. He's good at passing it around. But how many killer passes? How many assists does Winks get? We need. We're desperate, crying out for. A Tielemans or that kind of midfield or a Madison, that kind of midfielder that can pop up and and put the, our attacking players away with a killer ball, or or pop up with a goal himself. Because none of our midfielders are that guy. None of them. No, that, that's that's a fair point. And I think, firstly, a few months ago, Mark, I can't remember which point it was. It, it might have been um, after the Palace game, possibly the cup tie. It, it was few months ago anyway you mentioned the fact that the midfield was was definitely a weak point um and it's true that the likes of Dembele, Sissoko, Winks play you know if you throw in Wanyama, Dyer into the mix they're sort of deep all different players but they're all sort of deep um deep lying mid- midfield players and they don't necessarily have that killer killer ball that that we're looking for in a, in a sort of Ericsson type player or, or, or a Tillemans um Frustratingly, two of the ones that we've well, one of them's not at the club anymore, Dembele, and the other two that we mentioned who have been superb, um, Soko and Winks, have been injured. So they're out today. Um, we're looking a bit thin. I think Victor was on the bench, who, who I think was, has been superb since his comeback um, against Huddersfield and against City in the games he's played. Um, he was on the bench, no doubt, with, with one eye to resting him um, for the. Ajax game. Um, Dyer came in today, who I felt was just really off the pace. But yeah, none of those are that creative player. I think what, what those sort of players do, that, as well as giving the cover, they allow they allow us to, particularly if the case of Sissoko, Dembele, Winks, they can move the ball quickly forwards, um, each in their own different way, and they can give it to an Eriksen who can then start to get a, um, a move going forward. But I think there are two fundamental issues. Issues were well, three, in fact. One, Ericsson's not. We're reliant. We're, we're reliant on it on Ericsson, and he's not necessarily firing at the moment. Um, he's a bit hot and cold. Um, two, 
Ericsson, particularly this season, has tended to drop and play a little bit more deeper, and we haven't got somebody that further forward in the final final third in a sort of number 10 role. He seems to be more like a number 8. I think today he was playing deeper. I, I think we lined up in a sort of 4-3-3 with Rose... Ericsson and Dyer, um, and the and the other obvious point is it's again it's just Ericsson. We don't have a Tillemans. We don't have a we don't have anybody else in the squad. Um, if we had that depth, then perhaps we could have rested Ericsson for Wednesday, and, and that other yeah. creative player could have could have come in today. Yeah. As it was, we we uh, Pochettino rested certain players like Trippier and um uh what was his name? I just said it. Uh, Victor Wanyama. Um, Vertonghen, but he doesn't have a luxury because of the, the lack of depth. I know some of that's due to injuries. He didn't have the luxury of resting um, Delhi or, or Ericsson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lamella's that man otherwise, really, isn't he? He is generally our creative player off the bench, and it's been the same for, what, three or four games now. Um, we've We've been undone by our lack of options on the bench. Mm. Um. Let's, yeah, that, gone. Like I say, it's, it's criminal not to replace players. It's it's a massive gamble. It's a massive gamble not to uh, buy any players and try and get away with what you've got. And I don't know if it was a cahoots with Pochettino or Levy, or that you know that Poch was happy with it. But if he, it, you know, yeah, it, it, criminal not to to to, I to, think, to buy any. I, I'm okay. Uh, the the not buying if there's nobody available. I'm okay with. I think for me the biggest issue is us just not saying to Dembele, look, you can go, but you're going in the summer, and fuck the eight million. You know, you got a job to do here. Let uh, we want to keep you here. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest mistake we've made this season was not keeping him. He would have been. He, I know he hadn't played much, but he would have at least got put in a few games here and there. And you know what he's like once he gets a run in the team too. So I think that was our biggest, one of our biggest mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's. I mean, yeah. It, we 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 do need a, we 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 do need to strengthen. Um, that that's been highlighted all season. It's been highlighted again today, and and we do need a little bit more creativity in 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 Garland and in, in, in midfield. And classic um, example of that was uh, on Tuesday, and and definitely. Uh, today, when 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 you're up against teams that that part the bus rightly or wrongly, um, but um, just going back to something you, one of you said earlier, how much did we miss? How much are we missing Sissoko at the moment? Oh, massively, massively. He, he he's you know the the praise that we given him is he's, he's a massive part of the engine of the machine, and he drives everything forward. Mm. He breaks out the play where where Dembele would skip past, break the press by. Um, doing one of his little turns and skipping past the player to release things and move it forward. Um, Sissoko does that with his just his sheer um, work rate, energy, and and fight and fighting. It's yeah, we we do miss him. We miss somebody like that. It, it was far too static through the midfield today. The chances that we had uh, to to try and take the spam on the break didn't happen. It was all too slow. There was a sideways pass, or Delhi was dwelt on the ball and lost it. Uh, you know, he's he's not that. That creative so, player, unfortunately. So did Sun today and yeah. during the week. How many times did Sun get the ball and then he stood there and waited for the defender to come to him instead of going at them? There's a huge difference there. You know, if he goes at defenders, they're scared. He's got the momentum, he goes. But 
it, lately he just seems to be stopping and waiting. I don't know whether it's he's tired or what it is. I mean, if he if he if he was available on Tuesday, he would have gone off, and Lucas would have stayed on today. And I'm far from Lucas's biggest fan, but he was our best attacking player today because he was actually driving forwards and not dilly dallying on the ball like the rest of them. Let's um, let's talk let's 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 talk a little bit more about today's game. We've got a few questions from listeners around that. I'm just on um, Brighton. Obviously, we we got the three points, and teams around us um, later on in that week um, dropped points. Um, Arsenal losing to to Wolves, United losing, and today would have been a great opportunity to capitalise on that further and have have one foot on um, in the door um, for, for Champions League football as it is. We're not quite there yet. Um, a question from Rod, who just says, "How do you how do you all get in? How do you all get it together after a game like that and create a podcast after today's game? Life goes on, and we all love our club, but revisiting that match in detail must take something close to the energy of a post quarterfinal Pochettino dressing room celebration." I think you get used to doing it and doing you know not complacent, but the fact is that we you know. You have to rationalise the game. I think we've said this before. It's, 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 it, it, this is cathartic. It's helping talk about it because I know I can get a lot of stuff off my chest rather than dwelling on it. It is frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating for everybody. I, uh, I, I fucking hate us losing. I mean, you feel it painfully, but it's just something you have to deal with and move on. Everybody does. Have a pint, have a wank, whatever. Not that I have today. <laughs> yeah. um, not, necessi- not necessarily in that order. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's the old joke when the wife goes out for a night? Uh, four, can, four cans of Stella are curry and a wank. That's that's uniting if your wife. Goes <laughs> that's the, out. that's the title of the podcast. Podcast Stella. It's it's a bit like an AA meeting, I guess. You know, it's all going well. It's all going well, and then suddenly we fall off the wagon, and we're here today talking about um, tr- trying to trying to you know talk about Spurs and get through it. Really, it is cathartic. Well, well, you, you, for me, it's like, well, I, I ideally want to be like that for the listeners too. You kind of want to help pull them around and, and you know, talk about things and talk it out, get it off the chest mm. and, and move forwards. Um, yep. We had a question from Darren Pamenter. Um, I think it's Darren Pamenter because I'm so badly prepared for today's show that there is no running order. Um, and I've just got the questions noted down. Um, I think it's Darren Pamenter. Um, didn't understand the substitutions um, today. Mura was playing well, and his pace could have helped. Um, defensive midfielder Wanyama on for Delhi, and can't see the point of Janssen if we were chasing a game. Offers no threat. Um, my thoughts on that was um, Mora. I think Mark, you mentioned it. He, he, he's he, he's our really only attacking option on. Well, there's obviously Lorente as well um, on. Uh, on Tuesday, Son's uh, Janssen's not eligible and Son is suspended. So, I think he had one eye on resting Mora. Um, I think with Wanyama on for Delhi again, it might have been one eye on resting De- Delhi, and I think we were certainly losing. It might have been a bit late to bring Wanyama on. I, I would have brought him on earlier for Di- um, and brought on Di- uh, brought-, brought him on for Dyer, who I thought really was just looked out of sorts and just not fit. Um, we need, and, and when the when the armor came on, we had a little bit more drive and purpose in, in, in midfield, even though he's a defensive player. Um, who was the other one? Was it Rose went off and um, uh, Ali went off? 
Ali, I think it was yeah, it was, was Deli Ali went off, and Wanyama came on for him, and the other but it was Mora and Rose who went off, and Lorente and Vincent Janssen that came on. Rose, I could sort of understand again. He's not. I think Pochettino perceives that he's perhaps not ready to play midweek and then during during the week, and he's starting to play a lot more football, which is good on the one hand. But I, I did wonder whether it, whether he'd be able to last the full full ninety, and I think taking him off was um, protection because we'll almost certainly start yeah. um, on on Tuesday. I think you had a Ben Davis, um, yeah, and it was Lorente and and Jansen and you're chasing a game. I mean, <laughs> it says it all really about the club when. We're chasing a game and we're looking up and the two strikers that we've got on the field are Janssen and Lorente. Yeah, absolutely. It goes back to not buying anybody and not having... Yeah, these are all self-inflicted problems, really. But, but, you know, people are giving Janssen a bunch of shit. He he hasn't played. At the end of... uh, I mean, I I would argue pretty strongly that a lot of our difficulty against Brighton was because Lorente was playing. Because what movement is there from him? But I mean, he play- makes it, he makes it easy for defenders because he's just going to hang around the box. He's not really going to stretch them or, or make a run or, or anything. He's waiting for a cross. That's all he's doing. He's waiting for a cross. And the thing is, we played him and didn't put any bloody crosses in. That's uh-huh. the thing. He was he was rooted to the floor, and there was nothing coming in for him to knock down and deal with. It was all trying to come for his feet. Yep. That's, that, that's the game plan. We'll do it that way to confuse people. They'll think it's coming through on his head and we'll play it to his feet, but he can't deal with it. No. Play to the team's strengths or play to the player's strengths. And at the end of today's game, all it was was long balls in, and which was easy to defend. He wasn't battling for them or anything. It was highly frustrating. No, we, we turned we turned into fucking West Ham and that was, that was pretty embarrassing as far as I'm concerned that we ended up with two big lumps up front playing West Ham, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? But we got no options, so yeah. what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And we we got to rest players, we got to do what we can. And I mean, we were visibly, I mean, visibly tired second half. That's the only reason they had that many chances because we just ran out of steam. Um, I'm not a big fan of Vincent Janssen. I think he's a pile of shit, and I'm sick and tired of Spurs fans. Um, just cheering his name and, and think he's think that he's the sort of second coming. Um, having said all of that, um, I think that when he came on against Brighton and today he did he did it lively. Obviously had a chance very late on today. Um, looks a lot more lively than yeah than, than Lorente. He offers he offers more. He yeah. does offer more. Yeah, I I think the very little that we've seen of him, it hasn't been. He hasn't had enough time on the pitch to show glimpses of the old Jansen that I, I that I just think was poor, piss poor, um, and I think that was more to do with him. I'm sick and tired of people suggesting that he wasn't given a chance. I think he was given given ample chances previously, and, and he didn't take he didn't take them. But the, the very little I have seen of him now, he's done okay. Um, he, he hasn't really put a foot wrong. He's looked lively. Um, he's made runs um, even 
he's had very few chances, and even the one chance he had today, it, it was on target. You can't. It was un, un, it was unlucky. It was just blocked yeah. off off the line. My, my biggest criticism of him before was the fact that Pochettino had gone on record in 2017 saying that he needs to do more in training, um, and he and it just didn't feel it was pulling his way. And also in, in matches when you saw him play. There was guilt had chances he'd he'd, he'd miss, um, and you'd see Kane, for example, would would find himself in goal scoring, you know, positions and and score and score tappings, and Janssen never seemed to be there. He never seemed to find himself in those positions, and, and the few times that he did, he, he just looked woeful. Um, that's all history, though. Um, he's he's got a plot part to play now at the moment, and that's probably more a reflection on the fact that once again we didn't really invest either in the summer or, or more more recently um question from david fornell did the brighton game affect our performance today um we're trying to break down a resolute defense or is it one or is it one eye on tuesday i think i think tuesday's looming large in the player's mind um very much so it's it's the biggest game in our recent history however you look at it really um a massive game and they they you know they want to go out and perform they know ajax is going to are a good side and it, yeah we we've yeah you could see it all you could almost see it in the way that they played i don't think that the the brighton game probably took a lot out of them because it mentally rather than physically but yeah i think they were there were everything today was they're looking towards tuesday mm. well uh, i i would say that we we miss you know all these people that say uh, 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 Tottenham really missing Kane today. We absolutely miss Kane. Yeah, different different match with Kane on the pitch, and and I'm confident when we don't have him too. I'm not one of those that says we're terrible without him, but we definitely missed him today. And let's be honest, the first half an hour today, we were comfortable as hell. But the problem is, is we're too comfortable out. We've seen this before a lot of time this season. Our attacking players are getting these chances, and they just act like, "Oh, we missed that, but we're going to get more. We, you know, we're going to get more eventually." And we're not, and we're not scoring goals. And that before you know it, we're fucked. We're too tired. We had so many opportunities to run at them today. That first half was no different to me than the games against Everton and Bournemouth, where we were banging goals in left, at right, and centre. I mean, we could just get the ball in, you know, in their half, turn and run at them. We just couldn't do nothing with it. We were scared to shoot, but it could have been such a different match. It really could have, and it should have been. I really believe that our attacking players played a big part in us losing that today. Um, Today, I felt that um, defensively, I mean, for large parts, I thought we were okay. I thought we were fairly solid. Um, I thought Toby Sanchez, fourth Ben Davies, all, all 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 played well up until we we conceded a goal. Um, Dyer, I said earlier, I thought the, the the game sort of seemed to pass him by. He didn't seem sharp. Um, the other players, I thought I thought, I thought Rose had a decent game, but. Um, yeah, the likes of Ericsson, Ali, Son, Mura. Um, I don't think they did enough, perhaps, to break down a resolute, um, well-organised West Ham team. Um, 
Yeah, frustr- frustrating. But I don't think somebody left the. I was leaving the ground. One of the Spurs fans said, "West Ham deserved that." I don't. I don't. I don't. What do they do to, nah. to, to to deserve it? They yeah, they came with a plan and and, and they were solid and and. Um, I'll give them credit for that, and and they hit us with hit us um, on the break, and um, went one 0 up. I think they had another chance a little bit later to to make it too, um, but they didn't because really of, because of how tired we were. That yeah, was the they, only reason they didn't really offer anything. They weren't attacking wise. They weren't great. They they looked pretty ordinary. Um, this was a game that. I, don't know, I, I can't just help feeling with us often that when we get that first goal, um, often it opens the floodgates and, and the second and the third follow, and mm-hmm. it's just frustrating. It, it, it was shades of Brighton at times, and, and you just the longer the game goes on, you feel you know, you know, we're not going to break them down, we're not going to break them down, and um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be, I guess. The second no, half, it looked like we stayed in the changing rooms. They came out and they, from the from the, the the first whistle in the second half, they were they were just quicker to everything and, and and more up for it. We did not start that second half at all very well. The first half was ours. Second half was all theirs. They should have had a couple more goals as well. Um, I just we were very very poor in that second half today. Very very poor. Very poor. And that, but I mean that that tackle from Fredericks on Davis as well was absolutely vital. That was a fantastic tackle there because that had, that had goal written all over it. Yeah. That I mean, made a big difference. We said it time and time again. Um, Ericsson's free kicks. They had a chance from one of Ericsson's free kicks. They broke quickly and, and nearly put it in the, in the in the back of our net. We need he, somebody else. Need we didn't have Trippier on the pitch, but yes, we, we need to be doing better from those kinds of chances that we had. Uh, yeah, just just a, I don't want to say it's a bad day at the office because that gives it an excuse and like we're off it. There's no excuse for losing to those scumbags. They're a fucking shit team. They're an absolutely shit team, and we should have we have enough to beat them. Yeah, but it is their fucking cup final, and they will their fans will tell you. That they look forward to that shit, and they will—they could be crap all season, be relegated. They still come out and fucking put in a performance against us. It's—it's it's us that don't take them seriously enough, I think, when it comes to it. F- fuck them. Do you know what? Okay, it's not going to define our our season. It might define their season. It might be the highlight of their their season. Fine. They've had they've had they've they've had their. They're five minutes of fame. Um, the reality is, it's not going to define our, our season. The reality is, we're in a we're in a, we're in a semi-finals of, of, of a Champions League. We are with quite likely to qualify um, for the Champions League again through league position, either fourth or hopefully third, um, and also be London's top club and obviously finish again above West Ham. They're not even going to be in the Europa League, right? Um, their history. Let's look. Let's look at their, their football club. They've got a shit stadium, right? Um, we've got a world class stadium. They've got shit owners, um, two pawn barons, um, and and a tart that doesn't know what she's doing. Um, and uh, when was the last time they won a trophy? Was it forty odd years ago? Yeah, I think won. it's four years next year. 
we've won since they last won a, won a trophy. We've won more than they have in their entire history. Yeah. So what they won? A, they won the FA Cup in in, in 1980. That's that's um, yeah, 40, 40 years ago um, next year. Thank you for reminding me, John. Uh, Mark, even. Um, uh, 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 um, they're shit. They're shit. FA Cup. Nothing. They yeah. spend more. They've spent more money. They pay more wages than us. They spent more money on players. The thing is, is that right? Is they're not even at the level we were when we started building. When we started under Yol, we started, you know, trying to get in Europa. They haven't even reached that level yet. They're fucking light years behind us. Well, light years. They they talk as though that they're, they're this fantastic team. The reality is, reality is, yeah, FA Cup eighty seventy five sixty is probably that that the the high point for for West Ham when they quote won the World Cup and all that bollocks. And they won an FA Cup then and a Cup Winners Cup um, when the Cup Winners Cup was you know, playing. I don't know whoever they played a K A Z Al. Al- whatever it is, Alzheimer's or whatever they're called, a Dutch team. Um, that's it. I don't think they've won anything prior to that. Um, they talk as though they're a great team. The reality is Leicester are, Leicester are above them in the league, Watford are above them in the league, um, Wolves are above them, and yet they're trying to they try to punch above their weight or, or, or think that they're some team with ambitions on qualifying for the Champions League they can't even qualify for the Europa League they're shit nothing's going to change that they could have beaten us 5-0 today it's never going to get away from the fact of who they are and what they are and that will never change period Um, and we're in a Champions League semi-final which is what we're going to talk about now Um, Ajax Tuesday confident 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 Um, we don't have we don't have we we don't have Sun obviously and um Janssen's not eligible, so Lorente and Lucas to start? I think Lucas will start. Um, I think Lorente will start as well. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a difficult one. If, if we can get through this game relatively unscathed, then we'll be in a good position for the next one. But given the, the, men, the, the mental state and physical exhaustion that the players are going through at the moment is going to be a very 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 tough game it's going to be another glory glory night under the lights I think that's what I'm hoping for yeah it's just it's just you know it's, it's been the same all season it's just been a different atmosphere when we've played in the Champions League we've had an air, air about us a confidence a, 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 you know we've defended stoutly um, and I agree. I really do believe that Tuesday's game is is going to say a hell of a lot because, like I said last week, Ajax have won their big games away from home. Yeah. So if we can put in a Dortmund, even a City performance, if we can just stop them from getting an away goal, uh, that's that's what we need to do. That's we're definitely in it. I'm. I just hope that we go into the second game. You know, with the tie still open, and or we've we've done enough to feel that we've got one foot in the door for the final. We're definitely capable of doing it. Definitely. Um, I saw today before the game David Fornell of this parish, and he said that Tuesday was about damage limitation. You know, given given that given the fact that we don't have Son, um, obviously Kane's we, we we know is out. Um, and if if you consider if both Lucas and um, 
Lorente start, we don't really then have an attacking threat to come off the bench, do we? No. Lamella, I think, is out. So, uh, you know, he's either going to be playing a whole, having it fielding a whole load of sort of defensive minded sub, sub, um, players on the bench, or we're looking at um, somebody from the youth side, but I can't see that really. I can't. I can't see any youth prospects coming in. This is going to be the, the most experienced side, and we can put out. Uh, I think. I mean, if you look across, it's. I think it's. We're going to have. It'll be Trippier, Alderweireld, Jan, and Rose at the back. Hold on. I'll say. Here you go in goal. Trippier at right yep. back. Serge is still in, in, injured. Alderweireld, Jan, and Rose. Yeah. 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 Across the back, we're going to yep. have. We'll probably. I think we'll go with. Dyer and Wanyama in midfield, yeah. as, 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 as as possibly one dropping further back than the other, because I, I think we're going to have to go defensive because they, they've got a lot of quick and, and tricky little players that are going to uh-huh. get in, and it's going to be um, Lorente up front, and then I think you're going to have Delhi, Ericsson, Mora, and Mora. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we play five. I hope. I'm hoping we play Sanchez, Alderweireld, and Yan. Personally, I think. Yeah, I. I think they've got. So, they've got so much. Their passing game and their movement is so strong. I think we need it. Otherwise, Trippier's going to. You know what'll happen? He'll get pulled all over the place, mm. and we'll be in trouble. I've got a feeling that he might have to go for that um, because you've got obviously got the pace of Sanchez and the ex Ajax. Um, I don't think. I. I, I Agree with John's team. Other than John, I don't think he'll go for Dyer. I think he'll go for Sanchez and go with a back three. Simply because okay. I think I think I think Dyer, I could be wrong, but I think Dyer's way off the pace. Okay. If, he play, if he plays like he did did um, today, we're screwed. Um, I'd rather he, he, I I'd rather he start fit. skip. Yeah, he's, like, he's he's not he's not he's, he's not really. He, he played okay the first half an hour, but he just can't last a full game. No. He looks a bit laboured and slow. I know people might say he's always like that. that. I, I, yeah, I just don't think he's quite there. I'd, if if I had if I had to start a midfield player and, and not have a back three, and if you know, if, assuming that Winks and Sissoko are both injured, and and I think Demello definitely will be. Um, he could surprise us. Pochettino might surprise us, and, and I think possibly Winks might might be back. I don't know, but if. It, if not, then I'd rather he started skip than die personally with Wenyama. I, I can't see him doing that because for, for whatever reason, I don't think Pochettino has. Not, I don't think he, it's a question of he doesn't have faith, but I think that when it comes to Walker Peters and Skip, he's just a little bit hesit- hesitant to throw them in. Um, it would seem. I mean, they, they made the bench. They made the bench again today, but it says a lot when fourth who's a very good young centre-back with a lot of potential, is now playing at right-back ahead of ahead of Walker-Peters. I mean, Walker-Peters, he's got... Trips, Trips has been rested with an eye on um, on Tuesday, and, he's, and his form has been up and down. Sergio is injured, yet Walker-Peters hasn't come in the team. What, what more does Walker-Peters have to do? Obviously, I would obviously agree he's with not, that. Obviously, he's not good enough, maybe. He's always not good enough in training. Um, but... Well, Poch doesn't perceive him to be so. Yeah, it's a difficult one there. Um, yeah, I, I feel for Walker Peters. If he isn't going to get a game in a game like this over Foyth, then will he ever get a game? Um, you've got to wonder, really. You've got to wonder. Um, but 
I, I think Poch said in the in the press conference after, Verts will be okay for Ajax, and they're checking on Musa. If Musa's fit, he plays. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. Without without a shot, and w- will they risk him? Possibly, given the, na- the the nature of the game, they'll probably they they may well risk him. Musa's just got a groin injury. Is that right? I thought it was his knee, but I, I may well be. I wrong. thought it was a groin. Yeah. Okay. Can't they just give it a quick rub and it'll be fine? Well, maybe, you know, four counts of still. Matt, what was the main earlier? Also, that, what the old magic sponge was. You don't see that in football these days. Remember the old the, the magic sponge? When they, they, they bring on the magic sponge. It's, it's yeah. now a magic spray, isn't it? Yeah. Is it, yeah, is, it, is it just me? Or are you used to, but on watching live TV, it's going back a few years, but live football matches, um, I said on, on ITV, live televised games or live Champions League, you get these close-ups of the player when he's injured and you get the um, the physio on with a bucket and you'd, you'd, you'd get the spray, you'd get a close-up of a spray and then the magic sponge would come out. I don't see that much these days. No, I don't even use it in, well... Yeah, it's just been—it's just an outdated thing, isn't it? It was the shock, it was the cold that they needed, but the uh, the spray now is the. Oh no! I, I just meant the whole close-up. You you, you don't really see. The... Well, you don't you don't get the opportunity to maybe see the shape of some of your favourite players' balance, Jeff. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's not what I was saying. I just I just I just um I just seem to remember a time when that was more commonplace, and you. And well, get... I think. I think nowadays they're scared of the whole Me Too movement and what's been going on. That you know, some players going to try and <laughs> sue them and say, you know, he 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 happened to like, you know, rub my scrotum when he didn't need to yeah. and stuff like that. Possibly. You know? I was going to say, it depends what videos you're watching. You get close up to some <laughs> POV. Um, uh, I've lost my thread. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, was it Fred from Man United? You want to see? Is that what you're saying? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Um, I'm, I'm not going to ask you guys about the tie because I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that you know whatever happens on Tuesday, you know, unless it's a cricket score one way or the other, um, whatever happens on Tuesday, um, there's still uh, second legs to play. It's, it's, it's only half time effectively in the tie, so I'm not going to look, look beyond that and any further. <laughs> But the first when, game, if you're going to make a prediction, uh, I think we'll get a one-goal win. Don't I don't know if it will be one-nil, but I think it will we'll get a one-goal win. I hope they don't get an away goal, but I okay. think we'll win by one goal. Mark, yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I think that we're going to play extremely tight and look for to just punish them, a la um, Dortmund. I think, and yeah, I think one nil. We we need to score. We absolutely need to yeah. score. Mm. Okay, I wish I shared your optimism. Um, I'm going to go for a score draw, either a one all or a two, two all. I can see I scoring. I think that this is going to have shades of Basel in the Europa League a few years ago, and um, when we played them at home in the quarter final, and I think Salah at the time. Was, was in the Basel team. That's that's the first time I've seen him or heard about him. And um, I can't remember that whether that was two all or three all at home. But they got vital away goals, and um, that set them up for, for 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 the away leg. And I think I think that's what's going to happen on on 
just because of the injuries that we've got elsewhere in the pitch. I know I know we've got Touchwood, we've got all our defensive players um, available, but I think Ajax are a, a good team going forward. And I think the fact that we don't have somebody who can chase down um, and press the opposition and can even hold the ball up um, and just seems to be a bit of a donkey at the best of the times, um, saying that he did score um, a vital goal against City in the quarterfinals. Um, because we've got that, I think that's going to put a little bit of pressure on the rest of the team, and I think that I think it will be a score draw. But I don't think that's necessarily going to be the end of the world um, for us. I still think we can get a result in the second leg, but that, yeah, um, that's how I see it. Um, we're the we're the more ex- we're the more experienced team. Yeah. At the end of the day, in Champions League football, and. You know, ideally, we would do what Juventus did to us and start, you know, using that experience. But we're just not that kind of team, it seems. I mean, even against City, the, you know, people are getting subbed and they're, like, jogging off the pitch and things like that. And you're thinking, what the hell? And even, like, what game was it recently? Ericsson running in the box. He got a tug. If it was Salah, fucking bloke. He had a tug. F- yeah, yeah, but no. Nah. <laughs> There's no, a definite theme in this better. podcast. Yeah, but, you know, Ericsson got pulled. He stayed on his feet and tried to score. If that was Salah or anybody else, they would have gone down. Uh, I mean, I like the fact that we're we're generally an honest team, although Ali probably should have got yellow carded today for a dive. I think Ali and Rose are the only ones, but maybe we need, we're going to need to pull out all the tricks to well, get this, past there, our acts. There was a, a blatant penalty on Sun today. Um, blatant penalty where he was blocked off the ball in the box by Antonio. Was it Antonio? Yeah. It was, uh, so one of the so we, we've been saying and we've been frustrated with games like um, Brighton where teams just shut up the so- shop and sit back and just try and absorb all the pressure that we put on them. And you know, saying that teams don't won't come to play out and be expansive football because we can give them a game. That's exactly what Ajax are going to probably do on Tuesday because that's mm-hmm. they, that's probably all they know. So it could be a complete ding dong game of football, backwards and forwards. It yeah. could it could suit us down to the ground. It could be a, you know it could be an. I'm not going to say it's going to be as mental as the, uh, the 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 second leg against Man City, by the way. But that was a fucking batshit. I've, I've heard it called it many things, but batshit insane. It definitely was that game of football. Um, can I just say as well? I I was sitting there, and then as a Spurs fan, I was prepared for Man City scoring one last goal and us being knocked out. I was sitting there waiting for it. And when and when um, they Sterling scored, turned the telly off, I threw the remote control on the sofa and went to wash up. And I got a text from my friend Andy saying, fucking hell. And then a minute later, it goes, that's a fucking mental result. And I was like, what's he talking about? And I went back and the, the VIR goal had been given. I never, I never actually sat through that decision. I didn't know it happened. I'd, I'd fucking given up on that tie. Because because Spurs don't get those results. Spurs ne- we never ever win those ties. We don't get those results. So I'd I'd given it up in my head. I knew I thought we'd been beaten. And I you know it's another one of those could have been another one of those fucking horrible defeats, but it wasn't. It was fucking glorious, absolutely glorious. I'm gonna you know that that I don't care. I didn't see that. That moment will live with me forever. I I, I was prepared for us to lose that, but Tuesday. I think it's going to be. It could be a mental game of football. Another one. Hmm. So batting down the hatches. 
know, we could, we, you know, the way the way we are, the way they are, we could both slaughter each other too. It really yeah. is going to be. It, I think they're going to be two fantastic games with football played properly the way it should be played. Exactly. I, I think for football, it's a it's, it's a good thing for football that we're playing them as well. You know, it, uh, I think it'd be. Great. Great, great game of football, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm just slightly a little bit more nervous about it than you guys, just simply because of the 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 um, lack of injury, because of the injuries and, and uh, the fitness fitness levels. Fitness levels. Well, the injury, fitness levels. I'm not too worried about. I think adrenaline, adrenaline, and the occasion will get us over the line, hopefully, or up to a point it will. I'm worried about the fact that Son is suspended. I'm worried about the Kane is injured. You know, it's actually strike force gone. Um, you know how re- how good really is Lucas is going to have to step step the hell up. Um, mm-hmm. Lorente at his very best, he's somebody who can come up, come on the come off the bench and score a goal, possibly. You know, in his defence, but is he somebody for the full ninety that can chase players down and and be a use? I don't really know. Um, yeah, Sissoko. If we have him back and we've got Winks back, I'll be a little bit more confident. But Lamella seems to be completely out of the picture. If you if you heard Pochettino's press conference, that, that that side of me just side of it just makes me slightly nervous. And I'm inclined to agree with what David said. You know, given given the depleted nature of our squad, I think getting through Tuesday and just limiting the damage. You know, maybe just even if we came away with one nil. That would be a superb, superb result. To, 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 <laughs> Big time. I'd take that, you know. Um, even if it wasn't the most prettiest one nil, and 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 we ride our luck a bit, I think that would give us a little bit of a cushion, a little bit of a breather going into the second leg, where hopefully we'd have other players back. But hey, as you said, it's, we've got the experience here, um, and it's two teams that are going to come out and play football. That's that's a good thing, and I think that will. From a spectacle point of view, it's going to be great. I think that favours us. Favours us. It's the fact that somebody we're playing opponents that like to play play football, pass the ball around. I, they don't strike me as being somebody that's cynical um, in the way that Juventus are, for example. Um, so it, sh- it should be good. It should be good. Um, very briefly, um, last thing was bought. We've got Bournemouth next in the league next Saturday. Penultimate game of the penultimate league game of the season away from home. Um, it's a midday kickoff. Um, do you fancy us to get a result there and hopefully secure Champions League football with a, with a game in hand? Oh, another fucking midday kickoff. Fuck's sake! I thought when we got Champions League, we'd be have enough of these stupid fucking kickoff times and we'd be playing football at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon instead of a Sunday. Or and the, but now it's just fucking midday. Fuck that. Oh God! I, I, hey, I, hey, I, hey! Try getting up at four o'clock in the fucking morning. Then <laughs> I've had to do that so many times lately. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. play. Um, I, I, I'm going to say let's get Ajax out of the way, then worry about Bournemouth. It's going to be a tricky game. We've given it all to do, all to do. I, can we get a result? If you, I, I'll take a draw now. Offer me a draw now, and I take it. Um, it, it's it's fucking coming down to the wire and the amount of points we've we've dropped well not just us all of the teams in the race for the top four and the amount of points that they've dropped um, it it's 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 difficult I, I, I don't want to think about Bournemouth till after Ajax I really don't okay well for me it's fucking Bournemouth how many times have Bournemouth given us any trouble? There's going to be goals in this game. We're going to get 
plenty of opportunities because they're, you know, they're not good defensively. I mean, they what they had a shitty free free draw with Southampton today. So no matter what happens, we're going to get opportunities. We'll beat Bournemouth. We'll beat Bournemouth for sure. Okay. Right. Um, the next podcast I shall be recording will be a week tomorrow, the day after the Bournemouth um, Win. game. Bournemouth win even, yep. Um, we'll obviously talk about that. We'll talk about the the Ajax game, the, the first leg, and we'll be looking eagerly um, ahead to the second leg on um, on the following Wednesday. Um, I guess on that occasion I hope to have um, Bex back on the pod um, uh, and possibly John. I don't know if I've asked him. Um, yes. Maybe. Yes, no. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not... Yeah. Uh, so we're recording that on Sunday afternoon. I think by which time also the ladies would have played. Um, I think they've got a couple of games left. I think I think they play midweek. So Bex will have a, have an update for us on the Spurs ladies. Um, all that's left for me to say is thank you, John. That's all right. No worries. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Right, we're all off to. Well, I'm, I've sorted out the curry. Um, John's going to provide the um, stuff. Wank. <laughs> and Mark's going to. Right, and until next time, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. So bloody slow, you are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its load of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen. Pull on that lily white and run on to that green. Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go, the names up on our shirt. Gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out over her.